Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Easy Conversations podcast, a podcast about having easy conversations, where we talk about mental health, adversity, spirituality, and societal issues. I'm your host, Bertrand Davida. And join me in this week's episode where I engage in a captivating conversation with the brilliant Kola Attitude, who, similar to myself, takes significant interest in philosophy and metaphysics. In this episode, we delve deep into the realms of metaphysics, duality, and entropy, exploring the profound questions that have fascinated humans for centuries. Kola has worked in the field of metaphysics, and he guides us through the intricate world of abstract concepts and the nature of reality. Together with myself, we unravel the mysteries of existence, pondering questions like, what is the nature of reality? How do we perceive and interact with the world around us? Is there a fundamental duality in the universe? And if so, what implications does it have on our understanding of life, consciousness, and existence? In this stimulating episode, our guest, Kola, challenges conventional thinking, introducing unique perspectives on metaphysical principles and the concept of duality in the human experience. Kola's profound insights will leave you contemplating the very fabric of the universe and our place within it. Furthermore, we delve into the fascinating topic of entropy, examining how this fundamental concept from thermodynamics might have profound implications for our understanding of order and chaos in the cosmos and in our lives. As Kola and I explore the intersection of metaphysics, duality, and entropy, we shed light on how these ideas can transform our perception of the world and inspire us to explore the deepest questions of existence. Over the last 23 years of his life in the UK, Kola came from being a refugee for 19 years in the UK, unable to work, travel, and even finish university, to getting his settlement in the UK in 2018 and becoming a father. He has discovered, studied, and practiced a set of sciences that allow him to remain resilient and be emotionally regulated, irrespective of the conditions of his environment. Mesmerized feelings and to get beyond the autonomic primitive responses of his biology that are live wired for survival. His passion is to teach these sciences and empower people from all different walks of life to get into the quantum field beyond the realm of time and space. The quantum field is a realm of possibilities. It is a self-organizing, self-creative, and self-initiating force that consistently and constantly gives us life without our will, and it knows more than us. Please find Cola online at colaattitude.com or on Instagram at cola.attitude. And if you could leave a five-star review or comments in the comment section at the end of this episode, I would truly appreciate it. brief word for our sponsors. So I would like to talk about deodorants because I'm tired of constantly replenishing my deodorant and then having to worry about disposing those plastic containers. There's a solution for that. Wild. Wild provides a eco-friendly, all-natural deodorant with a sustainable design. They provide a for-life aluminum case. For me, they sent me a personalized case with my name on it. And did I mention you can customize 
your orders and have these refills delivered straight to your door. This is an all natural solution where there's no aluminum in the product, just in the case. Go to wearewild.com and use code EASY at checkout for 25% off your first order. All right, Cola, welcome to the Easy Conversations podcast today. And thank you so much for taking the time to join me and have this conversation with me. I'm really excited to talk to you uh, and learn from you. I've seen some of the things you talk about online and social media, and it inspired me to reach out to you and, and have this opportunity to explore uh, a, a part of, the, I guess, the natural sciences that we don't necessarily think about or incorporate into our daily lives because I find that most of the time we're just walking around blindly uh, as it may be. Um, so, so yeah, but before we get down that path, I do want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself to the listeners and let us know a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Cool. Thank you for Han. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. It's an honor to, you know, to be invited as a guest on someone's podcast. And, you know, um, I always believe that, you know, as living organism, you know, we are meant to educate one another. We're meant to yep. lift one another. We are meant to support one another. And that's the way living organism in nature behaves. But of course, you know, like um, my, one of my mentors or one of my people that I admire in their quantum biology world is to say that we are a very silly talking monkey who happens to have a very big brain. And so it's, it's very interesting that, you know, um, that it's interesting. I'm diving straight into it. Anyway, I was talking myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm a scholar a day two, and I'm based in England and I've been in England since the age of 17. And, you know, when you come to England, um, from Africa, it's a completely different reality, right? And yeah. you don't, you don't even know what it's like because in Africa, people don't travel very much, you know, unless you yeah. come from a more like a rich family, if you're a rich family in Africa, don't travel. So it has been a very interesting journey for me from the age of 17, arriving in England back in 1997. Yeah. And with the years, you know, you kind of, I was lucky that I had a background in Christian spirituality, you yeah. know, and that kind of gave me an understanding of a higher power you know, this, you know, this thing that is called in the Christian tradition, the Holy Spirit, right? Of course, we talk, they talk about God, but their force that this God is, is the Holy Spirit, so to speak, you know, right? So, you know, from a very young age, I'm very engaged with that aspect of Christian practices and that has really really helped my young mind at that time to kind of seek you know god and 
to be more, to think like him, you know, like mm-hmm. I would say is to think like him, to talk like him, because we are made in his image. Yes. And, you know, and, you know, you can imagine 17 years old. And at that time as well, you know, I had some immigration issues and that took me almost a long time to resolve. And, you know, it took me a pretty long, a really big chunk of my life. I'm not going to mention, <laughs> I'm not going to mention, but it took a very yeah, chunk yeah. of my life to resolve these immigration challenges. But those are the places that really shapes me to really figure out that, you know, it does not matter. What matters is your ability to connect with other beings, with other human beings. You know, what matters is that emotional intelligence. And that has shaped my world, you know, for the last 26, 27 years. You know, it has shaped my understanding of the brain, of diet, you know, and I'm so grateful um, for all those um, journey now, even though at that time when I was collecting those experiences, they don't feel like diamond. They don't feel like anything else. But you kind of, you kind of, you kind of understand that emotions is the driving force, and that is what got me through. That emotion is the driving force of life. is is the ultimate power, and I can remember vividly. Listen to Anthony Robbins, you know, on emotion. I don't know if you know Anthony Robbins, but then he has this sound case called Personal Power, this CD. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember where I got them from. I really cannot remember where I got them from. I think I got it from, from my local library back then in, when I used to leave from my local library because that library have very big, extensive uh, material. So I was able to get some of this material from the library, which is very weird and rare. So, and I kind of have this understanding that life is emotion, that the quality of your life is the emotional, the consistent emotional experience that you have. And that was Andy Robbins, really. And that kind of drive me. And then I came across um, Tola Eckerd at that time because there are things in my life that I couldn't change, right? Mm-hmm. No, no matter how much powerful I feel, I just couldn't change because they are political, you know, things. And, um, and I had to come to accept my life. And it's, you know, I have to come to accept and be in the present moment rather than trying I mean, it's all right to, to move towards a goal to, you know, and as a young person, as you know, we think that achieving that goal would make us happier. And maybe it does on some level, but however, you still have this relationship to life, relationship to yourself that you still have to be with and develop, right? And life is not like a straight line linear where you just have this mon- um, this monotonous experience is varied. So, you know, Tolle Hecker taught me that, you know, if you can be with the present moment, you know, you can transcend time, you can be awareness. And that really, 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 you know, to the point where in 2012, I took part in a Iboga, Iboga ceremony 
I'm not sure whether you know about Iboga. Is this no. tree bark? Is, is this tree, is this, you know, psychedelic tree bark in Africa, mainly in Cameroon? And it's, it's called, you know, um, um, Iboga, Iboga tree, I-B-O-G-A. And the main essence of this, of this wood is actually to help you access stillness, you know, um, you know, to help you access deep, deep stillness within you. It's more has to do with the gut area, this particular wood, unlike the ayahuasca, which is right. very um, brain and, you know, all kind of fireworks Not going. You can, yeah. You know what I mean, right? But this is more like be in your body, be in your belly. Right. And that was inspired by Tolle Eckert. And that's what I wanted, like to experience more stillness, you know, and, and that was an incredible experience because, you know, coming from a Christian background and ending that in 2022 and exploring, you know, exploring Anthony Robbins, Tolle Eckert, yoga, and then coming into Iboga tree and and, you know, and that kind of really transformed my experience of the world. Like there are things on this planet that are meant for humanity to take part in and to evolve. And, and now I'm very much into over the years now, you know, I'm now a father and I'm very much into the neuroscience of or human experience, so to speak. I'm yeah. very much involved with the neuroscience or how we experience life, you know, and you can, you can say, you know, you know, we, we experience life from, from, you know, from how our brain is wired. And there are two, there are two ways that, you know, our brain is wired to experience the world. And for majority of human, it's, we have this trauma and mm -hmm. this trauma, it's, it's the mark of, it's the old mark of our, of our, you know, species and, you know, it's what makes us human. It's not mm -hmm. bad and it's not like something. Trauma is not a bad thing, but, but however, being alone in that trauma is what really dysregulates people. It's what right. really makes people go crazy, make people take their whole life, you know, make mm -hmm. people yeah. hurt other people. It's not actually the trauma because the trauma is the hallmark of, you know, these, you know, silly talking monkey that we are. And, yeah. and so, and the brain can also be in a creative state, right? You know, yeah. in a my brain or in a creative state. And, you know, I'm very much, I'm very much, that is a lot, that is very much part of my work. And I'm also inspired by quantum mechanics as well, quantum physics and quantum biology recently, because, you know, quantum physics is the basis of life is how life works. Right. And, um, and it's really, you know, 
this is this this is the spirituality of life, right? Yeah. What right. helps us to understand more of our spiritual experiences, right? You know, yeah. you can actually you can actually code your spiritual experiences in quantum language, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. You know. Um, and and that is part of my work. And now I am actually training to be a, a, a clinical hypnotherapist. And so a lot of my work is now moving towards that, towards hypnotherapy kind of, you know, modality. And the reason why I actually choose hypnotherapy because it's actually working with the subcortical part of our brain, what is called the subconscious mind, right? Yes. And it's, 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 it's working with the brain, right? And that is the beauty of hypnotherapy. And it, it, it's kind of, you know, make you understand that we have the biological apparatus to, to transcend, right? To yep. become, you know, to become, to, 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 to achieve so to speak, greater awareness right. that yes, we are, life is happening, right? Life is happening, but there's a place of awareness that is possible for us to move into so that we become more aware. Yes. Uh, aware that you're aware that life is happening. Yes. And yeah. that is the realm or consciousness and imagination and um yeah so that is actually me right there in a nutshell <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you thank you for sharing that and uh, there's so many things to build on there and, and explore uh so starting off first with something that really resonated for me and i'll kind of give some context but i was having a conversation recently with a friend and he we were talking about okay you know often people that live in small towns or villages or, or back home in our, our motherland, they often look at us as we're exploring the Western world and, and they wonder like, what are you doing to yourself? And it, it, it is a bit of a, a challenge, right? So I know you were referring to Africa and a lot of people still have stayed there, even though they're well off or they have wealth. But when you're in the Western world, you do get tested in different ways, right? And your attention gets diverted. Um, one of the things I've been talking about and, and writing about is you end up worshiping idols and, and I'll kind of give some additional context there, but we'll, we'll end up chasing titles or wealth or achievements or, um, relationships and, yeah. and misdirecting our attention. And until we don't come back to ourselves and have that spiritual journey, we feel empty and lost and, and that kind of goes into to what you were talking about. And, um, and I think there's that metaphysical aspect and being able to not be able to explain it or define it. And that's where people get lost because it's like, how can I believe in something that's not describable that can't be put into words? And for me, the beauty of it is experiencing it yeah. without able to explain it. So anyways, uh, just wanted to yeah. build on you shared yeah. with your own experience, but also expand into the the quantum side of things. Yeah, excellent. And you know, 
when you have a, when you come from a spiritual background, like I have in terms of Christianity and, you know, and you have this life journey, this life experience that forces you to, to look, forces you to look deeper, right? Yeah. And, and we are, we are a meaning making animal, right? We tell story, we tell ourselves stories and that's the beauty of consciousness. And that's the beauty of the human brain and consciousness and this universe that is right. And quantum, as you know, um, means counter, a particle, a, a discrete unit of energy, right? And, 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 and we are made of this, of this quantum particles. And I, I kind of want to jump ahead of myself a little bit and, and come back because I've been, this book has been coming to my awareness recently, which is the physics of angels by Matthew Forks mm. and this British guy, British biologist, I forgot his name, Nike. I don't know why I saw him recently. And. And we're saying that angels, if you look at the behavior of angels, regardless of where you come from, if you look at the behaviors of angels, you can actually match it with quantum particles. They behave like quantum. They can be anywhere, anytime. They can be in two places as one, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the book was exploring that, you know, what if, Angels are actually quantum beings that have that have achieved greater, greater um, evolution and enlightenment, right? Because this planet has been here for human being has been around for twenty five million over twenty five million years, right? So what the, there is and time, as we know, behave quantum, quantumly. Time behave right. quantum, um, space as well behave quantum because right now you can remember your childhood deli I mean, experience of enjoying delicious meal with your family, right? You can go there yeah. in time and space and experience it in your body because your body would create that chemical signature that represents that childhood experience, right? So you yeah. are more like warping space, time and space straight away. And it's as easy as that. And science tend to really not, they've not come to, come to time with that, that mm -hmm. human brain already, already, we are already a time traveler, we're already time traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if we come to that integrity of that, and we are, we are doing that in a way to we are doing that in a way to elevate, to support, to teach, to inspire our own um, race, human race. Maybe nature can let us in on the secret of exploring different dimensions, right? Yeah. Different civilizations, right? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. But, yeah. you know, science, I mean, you know, there are some scientists are saying that, that maybe, you know, we already you know, in our imagination, in our ability, because all of the creative beings on this planet will give us 
computers will give us all this creative thing we enjoy on this planet. They will tell you everything they have come to them from imagination, creative imagination. And we know that imagination is a non-local phenomenon, right? So right. I'm going to go back to angels. And so they were exploring this thing that angels are behaving like quantum particles, right? And, and, and it's a very interesting phenomenon because, you know, when we talk about angels, every human culture is aware of this thing, right? If you go to China, they will tell you um, that their ancient fathers talks about chariot of fire, right? You know, they have this symbol of chariot with fire, right? In the Bible, the same thing talks about, you know, chariot of fire, you know, on a, you know, you know biblical stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, who knows about, who, and this thing, like, what are they really talking about? Like a chariot of fire in space traveling and, you know, maybe they were using their whole world that is, and their own culture to describe a quantum phenomenon. Yes. But, you know, but to just make it understandable on a basic level to everyone, you know, that listen to this podcast that, you know, at the very, if you, if you break down um, our bodies, you can break it down into tissues, right? And what are tissues made of? They are made of molecules, different, different molecules. And what are molecules made of? They're, you know, I mean, cells and molecules, right? And what are molecules made of? They're made of atoms, right? And, and we know that atoms are, you know, are mostly empty space. I mean, are mm -hmm. mostly wave function. Right. They're right. mostly wave function, right? And what I mean by wave function is that it's a cloud. It's just an empty space, cloud of energy. That is like, yep. you know, they say that, you know, an atom is 99.999 empty space. So, yep. and the nucleus is like a, you know, it's like, a, can you imagine that, you know, a, what do you call these, um, these, these um, balls that people use to travel a lot. Um, um, what's the name of the brand? Volkswagen? Volkswagen bug? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. The bug. Yeah, yeah. The beetle. Exactly. Imagine yeah. that beetle, right? In the yeah. whole of Colombia. That is the size of the nucleus. Mm -hmm. Right? That is, no, that is the size of their electron, right? And in the yes. whole of Colombia, and Colombia, if, I, if I'm right, is twice the size of um, America or something like that, you know? And it, it means that, you know, this electron could be anywhere. And right. can, can you imagine the size of Colombia and there's this beetle vam that is just there that represent this electron, it's like lost in space, right? It's completely lost in, in space in, in comparison, right, to Colombia. So yeah. that, is, that is how tiny, you know, that is how, that's how much empty space an atom comprise of. So, and now if you look at a human being, right, on the scale of a human being, we see a solid body, 
but we are made of atoms. So how can it be real that when I look at you, why don't, why don't I see a cloud of energy? Why do I see a physical being? And science still does not know why that is. Yeah. And of course, they are saying that we actually don't see things in space, that what we call material things is actually, you know, it's actually light, plasma, light, different state of matter. But, yeah. well, it doesn't explain the father, I'm still touching a physical thing, right? And that physical yeah. thing I'm touching is mostly empty space, just a cloud of energy. So, right. you know, how come, I, how come I can look at a computer, I can look at you, I can, you know, you can look at people and you can see them solid there. How come you don't see empty space? How come you don't see a cloud of energy in superposition of different state? Because that's the behavior of this quantum particles, they can be, they can, they can, they can be in different state. They can be yep. in any place at once. So this thing get, this thing, we kind of, you know, there's, there's, there's a place where, you know, scientists can talk about it like objectively, but what about the human subjective experience? Yeah. Because if I listen to one of the top scientists in, you know, quantum, um, um, uh, one of the um, quantum researcher in America, they will tell you that, you know, they will say that no one ever feel like they are in superposition of different states. Right. That's what we say. So I'm happy that they are thinking along that direction. Right. That I don't right. feel myself in different state of possibility, I'm in different state, in different probabilities, in different state of probabilities. I don't feel myself. This particular scientist say that on a, on a, on a yeah. podcast. And I was like, right. well, I'm really happy that they are thinking along that direction because, you know, we are not going to wait for science to tell us that, you know, I don't, I, I cannot, you know, if you look at kids, kids, they can tell you, daddy, look, I'm a aeroplane. Yeah. Better than an aeroplane. Right. Yeah. And we know, we know that. We know that. Every thought that we have, every thought, every feeling, every thinking, feeling state that we have, have a chemical signature to it. Right. They have a chemical signature to it. And that is where the ball stops. If, right. if you think about the greatest love of your life right now, or whoever you love right now, there's a chemical signature. It's not just a thought. Boy, you are here with me. Yeah. You are here with me, but you are somewhere else. You are, in a, you are in a circumstance where things are not going so well, but you are chemically, emotionally in a different state right. of peace, of connection. That is being in different, in different, state of right. this, right? That is yes. for a human being. And, and I'm just talking, you know, as an ordinary person, and I'm sure there are shamans that can do crazy stuff with our right. state, right? For so, sure. Right. So, you know, and there are other properties of quantum biology that talks about, you know, the soul interaction with our bodies, right? How 
when the song, you know, we experience it from the song, but when melanin capture, melanin is like a semiconductor, yep. you like semiconductor. When it captures that it, it turns it into electricity. Mm -hmm. thermodynamic yeah. effect so when we experience thermodynamic effect which is how energy moves in a system right from the sun in our body we have a semiconductor called melanin on our skin that takes mm -hmm. that in and change it into electricity and yeah. guess what all your nervous your nervous system is electricity your mitochondria is electricity. They are nanomachines in the mitochondria, right? They take that energy from the sun, try and make it into electricity to power your whole body. Right. right? That, is, that is a quantum system, right? Mm -hmm. I, I say that because the, the, the behavior, the movement of these particles, of these tanodamantic, thermodynamic effect from the sun is not something that we see with our eyes. You don't see right. this electricity with your eyes. You don't see this melanin with your eyes. You don't see the sun. You know, there are, there are, there are, you know, if you look at the electromagnetic wave, there are, there are um, some spectrum that we can see with our eyes yeah. and there are right. some spectrum that we cannot see with our eyes. Mm -hmm. And, 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 as you know, some of the thinker and quantum biology says that, you know, there's a reason why the one that we cannot see have greater effect on our biology. Right. Right. Because if we can see it, we're going to affect the state. And on some level, we are still affecting the state with our emotional state. Right. Yeah. But if we see this spectrum of light with our eyes that we don't see now, well, we will be interfering with different reality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. those spectrum of, of, of light, they are different realities, right? They are, yes. they are different realities that we are connected to, but we cannot see it, but they are affecting us. But now, if we now see it, God knows what, right? Might be possible. You know, yeah, yeah. like, for example, a frog can see photons of light. Well, we cannot see it. Right. A frog can see it, right? A frog yeah. have the ability to see it. So what I'm saying is there is this aspect of living in a quantum universe that is mm -hmm. called biology. Mm -hmm. But because we are also one of nature's force, that is very important to know. We are one of nature's force, mm -hmm. right? We have, we have incredible imagination, which is mm -hmm. dangerous. See, we've shaped our universe. We've shaped, you know, different material, even subatomic, subatomic, subatomic element, which we've, we've We've tapped into nanoparticles. We've shaped, you know, the laws of nature to suit us, right? Mm -hmm. And can even alter the course of our own biology. Right. We, our thoughts, 
with our emotional state. Our emotional state. You know, people tend to forget that, you know, when we have emotion, that emotion is a chemical signature. And this chemical signature is also an electromagnetic signature because physics is the basis of life, mm -hmm. right? What is, what is, what is biology? Biology is applied chemistry, right? What is chemistry? Apply physics, right? So physics is quantum physics is the basis of life, which is why it fascinates spiritual beings like us to want right. to explore quantum physics because it's, it's explaining our behaviors. You know, we have telepathic experiences, mm -hmm. you know, with people we love, even, yeah. you know, with people we love, even the things we, we imagine ourselves doing, you know, these are telepathic, non-local experiences. You know, imagination is non-local experiences, right? Imagination. You can be anyone and in any place, you know, you can be anyone because the end result of any experience is emotion. And these are quantum behaviors. You know, these are quantum phenomenon, right? And yeah. well, because as well, we are also part of a quantum system that is called, we are also part of the solar system, of this perk mm -hmm. system, right? Yeah. The main source of energy on this planet. You know, we are also a solar being. We are, we, we have. We are, we are also like a sun, you know, because we emit photons. Yeah. We emit light as well. We are also sun, a sun on our own, but because we are also part of a larger system that is this solar system, right? So it makes sense. And this system is interdependent, right? We connect mm -hmm. this. We still have to do quantum biology living the way, the way, the way I call it, we still have to live our life as quantum beings. You know, we still have to have this quantum thermodynamic effect from the sun. Right. We still have to, and, 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 and as you understand that all, all of our food revolve around the sun, our food, seasonal food revolve around the sun, right? Yeah. It revolve around the sun. And the more you eat food that are seasonal, because food comes from the sun. It's, it's like a, it's like a cold from the sun. So yeah. it's, 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 it's a very fascinating reality, you know, and, and like I said at the beginning that the brain, we are the, it's a quantum brain. Yeah. Everything yeah. about all is quantum. Everything is quantum. And it took yeah. me years. It took me years to, to, you know, to really go over, go over because we are conditioned, we are cultured to become materialistic. Mm -hmm. It's like we are, it's like we are conditioned backwards, you know, waiting for, waiting for things to change in your external environment to change how you feel. Right. 
We are Absolutely. one team. Sorry. No, I said, yeah, you're right. It, yeah. We are always waiting for external circumstances to determine how we're going to sh respond. I'm going to respond. And, yeah. and, and that's a, to some extent, it's not meant that way. That phenomenon of connecting to our environment, that's not the way it was meant. Right? And this is, yeah. this is the tiny area that I recently stumbled upon where I think the line, the boundary is now getting blurred where people are forgotten that. We are not living in reality. Mm -hmm. We are living in man-made social reality, social system. Right. We are forgotten. So people are suffering, bothering God, so to speak. Bothering God about whatever is going on in their life that they think is suffering, that they need God. But, yeah. But what they actually dealing with is not this abundant regenerative universe mm -hmm. because this universe is abundant mm -hmm. you know but what has happened is because we have this big brain right we have given all of these land oceans this geography that we have this earth we have we have given them Dif we have given them different interpretation that is right. turned it into real into prison. So people have forgotten that the suffering they are experiencing is not from life. Right. It's but it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's self induced, right? And and I do want to add a few things here um, to tie up a lot of the things you said because there's so much to unpack. But one of the things I came across this mo morning was a quote from uh, Warner Heisenberg. He's yeah. basically the pioneer of quantum physics. Um, so he says, the first gulp from the glass of natural sciences will turn you into an atheist. But at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting for you. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when you were talking about angels, uh, I'm not sure what Christianity says, but in the Islamic faith, what we believe is angels are, um, like they've completely surrendered to God. So they don't have this concept of free will, whereas, whereas us humans have free will. And as you were saying, we often forget about the fact that God's always there. Uh, one of the things I've realized, at least through learning more about my own faith is God's always facing us. It is us that start facing away from him. And yes. that's where we experience a lot of our displeasures, our pain, our suffering. Yeah. And it isn't until we turn back to him that we start realizing that, okay, yeah. I mean, there's so much that you covered in there in the quantum side. Yeah. But facing back to God, that spiritual journey is how we transcend all of this, this material world yes. and experience that, you know, metaphysical yeah. aspect. I wanted to kind of take that angle now in terms of the whole, you know, understanding, yes, we are in this metaphysical world. Um, cause even in the Islamic faith, they say the heaven and earth was one until they split the two. So how can you make that journey back? I guess it, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, what you, what everything you just said just now, 
you know, there's this quote. I can I can actually pronounce the name of this uh, being that Mercedes said. He said, the other world is this world rightly seen, right? The same mm-hmm. thing you said. You know, we've split it. And this, this splitting, this fall from grace, this splitting that we are still doing, where we've, and it's also part of Cartesian, Cartesian dualism, yeah. where we separate spirit from science. We separate God from science. Right. And that, why that may be necessary at times, but we also mostly forget that the foundation of science is, is God. Mm-hmm. And God, God is the greatest scientist, so to speak. Right? I mean, you know, and look at the natural world, for example. Look at the natural world. And look at also the history of humanity, why we keep enslaving each other. It's everywhere throughout history, everywhere throughout history. Even the Bible mentioned it, this, this, this addiction towards materialism that creates greed and jealousy that makes us want to imprison other people to get more material thing. Right. Right. And, and there are different beings, higher beings that have come to this planet. Who knows where they are? Yeah. I've never met Jesus. I've never met Muhammad. Who knows where they are? Maybe they're angels. Maybe they are, they are, they are angels that just come to help us so that we can wake up quicker and stop enslaving each other. I don't know. Um, you know, Buddha, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. You know, these people achieve great enlightenment that no other monkeys can do that, right? And mm-hmm. and for some reason, this, you know, if you look at if you look at all of the science scientific breakthroughs, they also have a spiritual, a spiritual affiliation, mm-hmm. atoms. You know, bombs, nuclear, chemistry, almost every religion. Almost, if you look at, at the depth of most, most religion, they have this understanding of atom, atoms, right? You know, and why a lot of our understanding about science come from the West, I don't necessarily believe that they understand they are the fourth person to understand atoms. Right. Live it or take it. <laughs> you know, Indian um, sages understand atoms way before Western right. you know, people understand. Now, if you Google any, anything who, who came to understand atoms and electrons, they will tell you different, they will tell you different, you know, Western name, right? From England, yeah. mostly from England, right? We have work to do, man. <laughs> you know, no, yeah. you know. But then we have spiritual sages who actually understand the basis of life, right? The chemistry of life, the quantum, the quantum physics of life. 
way before, mm -hmm. but all with that we know, right? You and I, a lot of us, a lot that we know come from an Englishman. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I, this is not about being raised. I, I don't, I don't even talk about racism because I just think it's just bullshit. Well, I just think it's just some psychopaths trying to disguise yeah. their, of course, their yeah. evil intention and using certain name to codify. No, just because people are just being psychopaths, you know, right. You know, a psychopath does not, it doesn't matter which skin color that they are in. Right. They will figure out how to divide people. So I'm not going right. to go into So, well, and it's, sorry, and I just want to interject there. So I do think that's kind of back to that whole duality piece that you touched on, right? So yeah. everything in this world is duality, except God, which is that singularity, that unity. But even within that duality, you've got that love and hate. And, and to your point, that racism is that part of hate. But how can we counter it with love? That's kind of how I look at it. Uh, yeah. A lot of the real issues we're seeing today also that are deriving from hate or, or uh, separation is yeah. that effect of duality again, right? It is. It is. I mean, look at, look at, you know, look at our planet today. We still have, we still have quantum physicists. I'm struggling to accept that there is consciousness. Mm -hmm. You know, they can describe quantum behaviors in animals, in plants. They can describe all of that perfectly. But in human beings, they will shy away. Yeah. Right? I have a quantum physicist here in England who made an amazing documentary who cannot even tell me that you know, you should be going out to view the sun because it's a quantum phenomenon. It's a quantum interaction with the sun. You should be right. going as much as possible on barefoot because you get free electrons from the earth into your body that the sun now interact with. You know, it's called the photoelectric effect. Yeah. The sun only interact with electrons in your body, right? And if you are depleted of electron, which, you know, will make you very unhealthy, will make your mitochondria depleted, right? Your mitochondria, your redox potential will be shut down and you have a lot of inflammation in, in, in your body, which inflammation is the basis of diseases nowadays, right? So when you get the sun, you wouldn't like the sun. You will, you know, people complain about the sun, right? They complain so much, you know, they figure out the sun is very bad for you. Run away from the sun, right? Because yeah. cream on your body, right? Mm. People are depleted. You know, now we have quantum physicists that can explain how a quantum robins can navigate itself from South America to England during summer. It, it can explain it brilliantly. It can explain how a tadpole turned into a frog yeah. because of, because of um, proton electron, electron tunneling, right? To, to shape the enzymes, to shape this collagen, which is actually the water networks so that yeah. the tadpole turns into a frog. This is quantum phenomenon, right? But when it comes to human being, no, no, no. No, no, right? So this split that you talk about, this, this split, they're still maintaining the narrative about it. 
And it's as simple as saying that we are made of, we are made of atoms. We are made mm. of electrons and protons. We are made of, you know, of, of, of electron neutrons. We are made of these subatomic particles. And in each cells of your body, each cells of your body go through over 100,000 chemical reactions per second. You really cannot conduct an experiment in a lab. It's insane. Right. And, 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 this, and, and the cells of your body, your DNA, you know, in one moment, you lose over 20,000 cells. And in, in another second, you gain another 20,000 new cells in your body. How yeah. the hell does that happen? Every day, like 700 new cells in your hippocampus. Right. Every day, 700. How does that even occur? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because we are quantum tannodynamic living being. And what I mean by tannodynamic is that, you know, as energy, as, as, as energy moves, energy moves towards entropy, right? Mm -hmm. You yep. know, entropy increases, right? But because we also have circadian, right? It kind of resets in a way. There is, there is entropy. There is a self-organization mechanism that we go through every night, right? You get melatonin, which is like, which is like anti, anti, anti-entropy, anti-matry, mm -hmm. antioxidant, anti-cancer, right? Yeah. Nature yeah. is anti-entropy. Nature right. is constantly rebuilding you every night, rebuilding you every night. Yeah. Yeah. You get this. So, so, so this split, it's really the greater deception on our planet. No longer, yeah. it's no longer, it's no longer something that the devil is doing. I'm, you know, I mean, if you believe none of those things, it's no longer what the devil is doing. No, we are the devil. We are the one who is maintaining this story or this story, this split. Because we know now, we have all the science. Right. We know now. Yeah. Well, and I think the biggest piece is with science too, the more we learn, the more we realize we don't know as much. That's what's fascinating, right? And um, just to build on a few things you said. Um, so again, kind of going back to, and again, I don't know what other traditions teach, but in the Islamic faith, it's very interesting you're saying like, you know, when we go to sleep, there's this whole reset happening. So in our faith system, we, we basically consider going to sleep a midi death. So oh every God. morning up, it's a resurrection. And to there me, it's so fascinating. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I, so I often think about that too. And, and it also allows me to look at life in a different sense that every day is a new opportunity to course correct and, and live yeah. appropriate, um, despite what we've been led to believe. And a lot of, yeah. like I said, our, our, our misery and suffering is self-induced yeah. because we, we need to turn away from the, the truth and whatever yeah. that truth be for an individual. Um, yeah. uh, so it's, it's all, it's all there. It's, it's all that the truth is God. 
the truth mm-hmm. is that God is everything and everywhere all at once, right? Yes. You know, David said that if I go to the bottom of the sea, you are there, right? If I try to hide in my darkness, you are there. God is literally, God is the mother of all this quantum phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Omnipresent. Omnipresent. Right. Omnipresent. And and yeah. and and as you said earlier, as you said earlier, that you know, angels have given up, have given give given up their their free will because they realize that we can totally surrender to God. I don't need to have. I can totally surrender. And 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 their beings, their 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 biological makeup is totally. Rep- Find God knows for how many aliens of years or how many learning and journey they have to go to to reach that level of refinement, right? So, but we still have a free will. I can choose to disobey God, so to mm-hmm. speak, by saying, yeah. okay, I'm not going to go to bed at nine o'clock. I'm going to go to bed at 12 o'clock. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Melatonin kicks in yeah. at 10 o'clock. So if, if you stay in front of TV, I mean, it's okay to, to break the law, you know, one, two times a week and pay it back because you have to pay it back, right? But if you yeah. just mindlessly break the laws, right, this quantum behavior, because if you look at it, if you look at the sea turtle, a sea turtle, they are, this circadian phenomenon, this recycling, this this thing that you talk about that when you wake up every, every when you go to bed, you die and you resurrect. For yeah. this animal is coded into them. They, they do it automatically. They are also like angels. They do it automatically. They have no choice. They have to walk yeah, down to the beach when the sunlight is perfect, when the full moon is full to lay their eggs. But mm-hmm. of course, what we are also doing on the planet is disrupting the circadian behavior of this animal. By right. through artificial light, we have street light. So this street light, which is LED based, interfere with the light spectrum of these animals, right? So mm-hmm. they, are, they are laying eggs at the wrong time and all other animals come to eat their eggs because, because the time is gone wrong. And this is the yep. beauty. This is the beauty of time. Time is like the fruits. When you see a ripe fruit, when you see when you see a ripe, a, a, when you see a, a well-seasoned human being speaking to somebody, you know that is the fruit of time. That's the fruit of energy that we call time, right? That's the right. fruit of energy, right? That we call time, right? And that's the beauty of it. And 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 this this split is really, you know, it's really. Something it's a lie we're not telling ourselves because we know we know that we 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 know all the signs. We know that we are connected to this solar system that is called health. That mm-hmm. you know it, it is we are completely dependent on it. And we are completely dependent on it. And 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 the song that the morning sun that we that we get in the morning have a particular type of light called infrared light that comes with in balance with other spectrum 
of like cold right. blue light or UV light. But what is dominant is the red light. And this red light regenerates. It programs our eyes and our brains to produce melatonin. You can actually mm-hmm. say melatonin is God's messenger. So that when night time comes, it releases and puts you to sleep. So you yeah. just die, like you said. You go to yeah. sleep, go to God, you die. Yeah. And then at around four o'clock, when the sun is rising again, another messenger of God comes up into your head called serotonin and wakes you up. And if, you, and if you're smart and you wake up at that time, and you start missing yep. and you start to breathe and you start to meditate whether lying down on your bed and you start to do this diaphragmatic um, breathing and you start to mix this chemical because when we are breathing, we are, we are applying pressure to the crystal, um, to this microcrystal in the pineal gland. We are applying through the cerebral spinal fluid which goes through the aqueduct in the brain and especially where the pineal gland is, that pressure of breathing, of breathing, apply pressure on this microcrystal. And guess what? That begins to shimmer, produce electricity, photoelectric mm-hmm. effect, a piezoelectric effect. When you, when you apply pressure on a crystal, it produces electricity. And this electricity begins to begin to tweak this messenger of God to become more luminous, mm-hmm. to become more, more God molecules, DMT, right? Begin mm-hmm. to, to form. And then yeah. you go from there, you begin to feel love for God, creation. What is that? Oxytocin, right? Mm-hmm. And then you keep going, you keep breathing and you keep, you keep your heart open. You keep, you keep breathing and you keep allowing this light to come into your body. And you keep focusing on that which is good and lovely and noble. And you keep breathing. Guess what? You begin to, your heart begin to dilate. Mm-hmm. And when the heart, when the vessels of the heart begin to dilate, guess what? And that chemical begin to, begin to, begin to form called vasopressin. Right. And this vasopressin begins to mix the gap, begins to allow your body to store more water. And that means you are storing more light. Simple as yeah. that. Right, right. And and I would so, like to add because I've looked into like the physiological response when our body releases dopamine as well. And dopamine yes. learned is released when you're in the pursuit of something, not when you achieve it. And I like to equate that to our spiritual journey, which is an yes. endless pursuit. It's an endless pursuit because you'll never get there until the day you die. Indeed. And that to me, a healthy and natural way of releasing dopamine rather than chasing yeah, brother. That's yeah. a good one. Yes, brother. That's a good one. That's a good one. You mentioned that because I talk a lot with my client with dopamine that you have to do. You have to do when you go and do. That's when, when you, you know, when our ancestors, when they go out and hunt and gather they feel good. They reward. The, they were rewarded, and the reward yeah. they got was was quite noticeable. And that yeah. chemical is dopamine. Those are also yeah. the messenger of God. Do more yeah. of that. Do yeah. more of that. Right. And then you do more of that. You feel more good. 
right? Yeah. Even when even when life goes down, right? There's this stronger, stronger coherence, stronger neural network in your brain that remembers God, that remembers yeah. moving towards God, and you will always want to go and do more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those, those things you are doing, pursuing your goal, pursuing God, seeking God, doing good, you know, they are forming, they form neural networks. You see, right. protein, I mean, proteins are the building blocks of life. Very fascinating. Are the building blocks of life. So when we are doing, right, it shapes these proteins to form a circuits. So that yep. that doing become permanent. So if you're yep. doing bad, guess what? It's not going away. You could have come back and come and clean it up. <laughs> when exactly. you don't come back and clean it up. <laughs> I don't really yeah. think, I don't understand come up very much, but I kind of understand that is where it's going, right? So yeah. it's yours. You know, you have, yep. to, you have to come back and clear up that field of information that you have tweaked based on your doing. Right? right. You know, it's a very, very beautiful, you know, and I'm grateful that I'm talking to you because this is also part of doing, part yep. of feel good or moans. And, you know, I go back, I feel good. I say, I want to do more of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When I think through this act of doing is how you turn on like DNA, right. And, and yeah. you continue to evolve as an individual. Um, but I do want to kind of highlight one thing to bring it to an end. And, um, I, I would like to get your thoughts on it too, but you know, you talked about entropy earlier, which I equate to uh, chaos, chaos yes. in our, in the world around us, chaos, just from a metaphysical perspective too. Yeah. In and, biology, in, and in biology, that is inflammation. Absolutely. And I yeah. think the way you bring order to that chaos is through the act of surrendering yes. and you can determine you can determine what you want to surrender to, but a lot of these things in the material world, you, you surrender to it. Sure. You achieve it. And then you're not really feeling fulfilled. So what's the one thing that is indescribable, formless, cannot be put into words. And that to me is God. And the more you surrender, it's, it's an endless journey. Um, yeah, it is, it is. And that is where. When we are breathing, when we bring our attention to our breath, that's the closest thing to God. Mm -hmm. So when we bring our, which is why every spiritual practices really emphasize that when we bring our attention to our breath, especially during those early hour of the morning, when the chemical, as you know, right, you're a spiritual being, you know, every spiritual test talk about waking up hell in the morning. Mm -hmm. you know, because yes. God will speak to you, right? And in that, you know, you, you get a 24-hour cycle of melatonin, which is another messenger of God to repair your body, to repair mm -hmm. all of the damages of stress or just normal living life because, because the process of living life is very addictive and is very, creates disorder of inflammation and along the way, so God gets sent his messenger called melatonin at 10 o'clock at night. And that kicks in up till, up till four o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. It get, kicks in from 10 till 
from 10 p.m. to 4, 4 p.m. And if you have you are smart and you've gone to bed at the right time, let's say go to bed at 10 o'clock, so you've had a proper good six hours of sleep. And I tell my people that if you are smart, you will be meditating before going to bed because when yep. you meditate, you clear up a lot of stress that your body will have to process at night. So you are, you are saying to God, God, I'm, I'm coming and, you know, I'm going to surrender to you. But if you don't clear your stress, you're just coming to the altar with bullshit. Yeah. With, 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 with all your sins, so to speak. Right. Mm -hmm. Rather than, rather than go to God with question, go to God with intention and say, God, I need more of you today. I right. need, yeah. I need more profound understanding of my being, of your, of your work, of your underwork on this planet. So when you, when you clear your stress during the day, that's what, I mean, at night before going to bed, that's what you are saying to God yep. that, you know, I want to come to you because I really need to spend time with you and I'm mm -hmm. not messing about. I want to be clear with myself. So I'm going to clear, I'm going to do my best to clear that. I'm not going to let me clear the stress. Right. But I'm going to do more. I'm going to clear that stress before going to bed, before going to run asleep. So when you fall asleep and you look at the four o'clock, your sleep quality will be different to somebody who does not clear the stress. And that yeah. is from experience, right? Because yeah. the rapid high movement sleep kicks in around 12 o'clock, one o'clock. Right. And if you've done, and that is, that is the restorative sleep, right? That is where everything God is actually communicating with your body and communicating, communicating with you rapid high right. movement sleep, right? Because you go into paralysis for, for 90 minutes and, and you, you, you review all of the challenges that you want God to help you review and, you know, and that interaction take place and you receive melatonin. And then when you process all those stress, you know, all those difficult uh, misunderstanding of life and God help you process it because that's what stress is. It's just mis misunderstandings of life that you couldn't understand. And then when God help you process it and you process it, and then at, with melatonin still causing through your body, you wake up at four o'clock and guess what? The soul, the first light is already on its way. And that mm -hmm. is serotonin. And when you now miss, mix, when you wake up at that time where the false light of the day is coming and your body is releasing serotonin and you are smart, spiritually smart, and you wake up and you maybe lie down your bed, whatever way you find to breathe properly. I tend to lie down my bed and just do this diaphragmatic breathing, slow, very long, long exhale. Yes. Long exhale shorter inhale, very slow, very slow. And then you hold it and there's quite a lot of tweaking that's going on. And when you begin to tweak that and you are present and you're breathing and you're paying attention to your breathing, nothing else. For a lot of people, that would be a challenge for a month because they've never paid attention to their breathing ever, right? So paying attention to your breathing it's like a bridge between you and God. Yeah. And when for, for very long time, when you do that for an hour, which is the amount I recommend, 45 an hour, 
when you do that and you you get into the zone, you get into zone and you're and you and there's no there's no separation between the person that is doing the breathing and what has been breathed, and you are just like a cascade of of universe breathing, and you are going yeah. on, and the chemical process changes, tweaks yeah. from serotonin to um dimethyl um DMT, so to speak, you know, right. tweaks, and these molecules are blissful, you know, and you know, God become known to you, and yes. this is not a mental aspiration. This is a physiological experience of God, and it's beautiful. Right. And um, it's, it's, it's incredible. That's all I can say. It's incredible. Let's go and test it. I agree with you. It's that conscious awareness that you gain. And, um, you know, in my practice, it's also, we have that morning prayer before dawn. So then, there is yes. yeah, something to be said there. But Cola, I, I, I do want to be mindful of your time. So um, I, I really appreciate this conversation. I feel like we could continue to go on. Maybe though, oh, should right. be a part two in the future. Um, but right. uh, before we bring things to a close, I do want to give you an opportunity to, you know, if if the listeners want to find you online or get a hold of you uh, or speak with you, what are some ways they can do that? They can definitely find me on on Instagram, which is where I do connect with a lot of people. Um, they can DM me on there. That's my email as well on there. I, I got a website as well, but that hasn't got very much. They can leave details on my website as possible, but it hasn't got very much interaction, of course. But it's more like sending me an email via my website. And I'm going to be um, updating that very soon as I'm completing my hypnotherapy as well. So, yeah. And, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm very open with my Instagram, you know, you see me on there dancing, you know, you see me on there talking about social, social, social events, because, yeah. you know, we all live with other human beings and, you know, and we all need to talk about this thing. So I talk, I, I do talk about social people ask me, why do you talk about all this social event? I talk about it because we are all thinking about these things. And when no one is talking about this, it drives us crazy. It's like, when a parent are going through a difficult time and they're not talking to the kids and the kids know something is going on and that thing keeps going on, it drives the kid insane, right? So yeah. you will, so I, I'm saying that so that people are not surprised when they see me talk about the, some of these events. And, but I do very much talk about, you know, uh, neuroscience, brain trauma, stress. And, you know, and if you want to, if people want to walk with me, one-to-one -one. i do offer one-to-one -one, um session um where yep. yeah i take people through understanding of the brain and how the brain has been shaped so that they understand their their whole machine that god gave them which is called the brain and they know what to do with it and how to help their brain so yeah thank you so much fun thank you no, thank you for, for coming on here. Very much appreciated. Super grateful. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you for checking out this episode with Cola. As always, please leave a review or a comment in the comment section. I always love hearing from you. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's the best and easiest way to support this podcast. Thank you again. And until next week.